hey friends um i just had a thought and uh you know i gotta share it and so this is we're still following the string of um many episodes because caleb built a deck so this is one um I'm, i'm just calling it literally how to hold a hammer because i couldn't find a good way to capture the lesson here um but this is kind of interesting thing so i'm working on this deck and one unintended side effect benefit is uh connecting with my neighbors um you're working on a thing neighbors are popping by you know you're seeing them all the time um it's pretty cool so it's given me an opportunity to i mean i've like really gotten to know my neighbors a lot more we just moved into the house so i didn't know them super well and now now i know them a lot better which is pretty cool so one of my neighbors um we'll call him call him joe so joe the nice i could actually use his real name because like He's never, ever going to listen to this, which is awesome because I can never talk. I can never use specifics ever because people, you know, listen to this and I don't want to like whatever. Um, but he's he's never, ever going to listen to this freaking podcast, which is really nice. So Joe lives next door and he was, he's done a lot and he ran his own like remodeling business. He's done construction. He built his whole garage. He built half his house. Like this guy knows stuff. Um, and he's a nice enough guy. He's nice. I like him. And you know, he had me over for a beer and we were just, you know, shooting the breeze. And so cool guy. Okay. Um, he definitely is a guy who offers advice sometimes unsolicited. Um, but I've sort of opened that gate myself by asking him for, for advice and I'm cool with it. Um, so he he comes over and like multiple times when he's been watching me work, he has commented on the way I hold the hammer and how I'm choked up on the hammer. And the first time he shared some some anecdote of him in the Navy or something, working with a guy with a choked up choke who choked up on the hammer or something. And I thought and so he said that a bunch of him and his buddies, like in the middle of the night, they took the hammer and they sawed off the end he wasn't even holding. Um and I thought the lesson at the time was like my hammer was too big because the first hammer I was using was a framing hammer and it was like just a super big handle that I wasn't even using all on the handle. And he, whatever, I thought the lesson was, oh, you don't need a hammer with that big of a handle. I thought that's what the lesson was. And it could very well be, who knows? But, you know, he's spewing some whatever about the way I hold a hammer. Okay, so then uh, he comments another time when I'm like really choked up on the hammer. He makes some comment, whatever. This probably happened like three or four times. So then yesterday I'm using a smaller hammer because I'm not like banging in like big nails to two by fours and like framing. I'm actually like nailing smaller nails into kind of trim type work. And so I'm using a smaller hammer and I'm still choked up on it. And he's, he's like, he makes, he's made, I'm trying to think of all the comments he's made. Um, It's not a hockey stick or what. I don't know. It's not a, it's not a baseball bat, you know, you're, you're choking up on whatever. So this one, he goes, he's just standing there. He comes over just to like, look at how things are going. I'm hammering a nail. I immediately, as soon as he comes over, I realize how choked up on the hammer I am. And I'm just thinking, oh man, he's going to, he's going to say something. If not, I'm acutely aware of his judgment right now. And I'm just telling myself like, screw him, whatever. I actually like him a lot, but I'm just like, dude, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> You don't like, why do you care how I'm holding this freaking hammer? And so I know this story is dragging on here, folks. So he says to me, just like I knew he would, he's like, he goes, okay, I got to harass you. I got to say, and I knew what he's going to say. And he goes, 
you're not letting the hammer do the work. You're so choked up, whatever you gotta. And I, but before he even said, I was like, you're going to tell me about the hammer. And he's like, yes. And I'm like, I knew you'd tell me about the hammer, Joe. And so whatever lesson here is outside of it, just being like, drop it, bro. Let me work on my fricking deck and not comment on my damn hammer holding every two minutes. <laughs> okay. I do like Joe. He's a good guy. Um, have I said that enough? have I qualified that statement enough? So here's the thing though, that I've thought about it a little bit more. Um, and I have a few takeaways, but here's the takeaway that, that I have basically, it reminds me, I'm thinking of like, am I that way to people when I'm teaching them how to program and pair programming with them? And I know I am to an extent, you know, I'm definitely not, I'm not the guy who will keep hounding someone. Maybe I will, honestly, if I'm actually there to teach somebody how to code, will I hound them on, you know, I'm trying to think it's a lot of like editor stuff mostly that's the equivalent of holding a hammer wrong where people like, um, you know, I'll tell them like, uh, I don't know, let's just say copy and paste, ah, use, use command C and command V, you know, ah, don't, don't do that by hander. Or if they're going to, you know, uh, delete a line and they just hold backspace. It's like, no, highlight the line or, you know, use the shortcut to delete the line. Um, I don't know. A lot of it's shortcut type stuff. Oh, use multi-cursors for that. Don't just, you know, and it's that stuff. And I know that I hound a little bit. I know that because I've been in this position where I'm doing it and I hear myself and the person keeps, you know, repeat offending. And I'll even be like, yeah, it doesn't really matter right now, but just, you know, these are things that are going to add up and you're going to thank me, you know, whatever. And I'm thinking, okay, compare that to what Kevin is telling me about my hammer holding right now. And, and I think, I think my advice to myself is changing. I mean, I'm, I already try to do this, but I think I need to do better that, um, some things just don't matter at that level of, of that, you know, I'm not, here's the deal. What's wrong with me choking up on the hammer? Really? Okay. It makes me more accurate. That's why I do it. That's why you naturally do it. I don't have enough experience with a hammer to be, really accurate if I'm holding the hammer at the end. I have to use also whatever. If you're choked up on the hammer, you're more accurate. Everything is easier. I'm not hitting my thumb as much. I'm not missing and hitting wood and denting the wood, especially wood you're going to see. Um, you know, I can do it in tight places because I'm choked up. Yes, it's more hammer hits. Yes, it's more arm strain. And so why doesn't why don't why wouldn't you always choke up on a hammer? Well, because you're using a lot more strength unnecessarily. You're not letting the hammer do the work. Um, so for my purposes, it does not matter one bit. Shut the flip and <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, if I was doing this every day, yeah. Would I avoid tendonitis by by not jumping up on the yeah, probably. Like it would help me, I'm sure. Um, it would save my wrist or save my forearm. And I'm sure in his level of experience, that stuff matters. And it would just save energy and I could do more longer and faster. And yes, all those things at his level, I'm sure are so true that that's great advice that I need to stop doing that. And if I was doing this every day and he gave me that advice, I should take it, but I'm not. And it doesn't freaking matter. And there are so many times when I'm giving people that same sort of advice, it's really hard. And this is sort of some of the curses with being proficient at something and trying to teach it to newer people is you kind of miss the mark of what they need at that time because it's so hard to acquaint yourself with being at that level because it was so long ago. If you're 
if you've been in the programming game for a while, I mean, that's what it is for me. If you've, you've, you've probably could identify with the same thing when you're teaching somebody and they're making these rudimentary, uh, I won't even say mistakes, just flaws that don't, you know, it doesn't change the code that gets written, but it changes how fast it gets written. It changes the strain on the wrist. It changes, you know, it changes the basically how fast and efficiently it gets written. That's what it is, but it doesn't change the code that gets written. You're not giving them architectural advice. You're not giving them content advice about the code. You're giving them advice about the process. And those are things that just don't matter that early on. Um, so I think it's just a good thing to remember. And then those are the, th also when you're the learner and you're up and coming at something, it's good to remember, like, you know, it's like, it's kind of the thing like the t that one time at Laracon when I asked Ryan Singer about um, like what app he uses to do his like sketch stuff. And he just like kind of yelled at me and was like, tools don't matter. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, right. That is, it's good advice. Like in this case, I should not be geeking out about my building tools. You know, and I do this too much. I buy good tools that I don't even deserve. There are times when it's like, yes, good to have this good tool. But there's a lot of times where it's like, okay, I don't need this, you know, Japanese crosscut handsaw like I'm not I don't deserve to have that it makes me feel like I'm better and you know higher level because I like know what the pros use you know but it's it's a fallacy and it makes you look like a fool when you buy all the best stuff it's just like I talked about this before obviously but you know when we like when I was really into skating as a kid and then snowboarding and guitar and everything it's like there's the rich kids who don't put as much work in and I'm totally you know generalizing here but in my experience it was like i remember being better than the kids who had more money and they had the best decks and they would show it and it's like well yeah because that's the only thing you have to show off you can't show off your skills because you don't have the skills you compensate with having the nice guitar and having the nice deck and having the nice you know bindings and boots and whatever it's like yeah those are those are things that you know it's like get good and then get this the right stuff whatever i'm this is old man caleb on his lawn now just spewing but uh but the point of this is that all the things that don't matter early on and it's good to remember and um so maybe the real lesson is me as an instructor teaching people to keep in mind what is actually useful for them early on and telling them to choke up on their hammer is or to not choke up on their hammer is actually not useful i think it's less useful um but whatever so to take that joe take that when you listen to this i want you to think long and hard about about what you've said to me um, but I'm going to record another episode right now that's a positive um, advice uh, from from Joe, and we'll do that. So I'll see you in the next episode.